The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the At Notebook Wagering Podcast. We're coming to you live from Smitty's Betting Deck. Jay Cam from the South Hills of Pittsburgh. I'm over in the East Park. Week 13 F- NFL on tap. We got the post Thanksgiving Day hangover, should be kicked by now. Jason, what do you got going on down there? We've cleared all the chip to fend. We're good. I'm all screwed up on weather because I was down at the beach for Thanksgiving and I came back to Pittsburgh expecting it to be cold and chilly and it was just as warm as it was at the beach. I'm walking around, it's Christmas decorations and I'm seeing people put up trees and it's like 65 degrees. I feel like I'm in like California or Florida. I, I, I can't deal with this as a Western PA kid. I, I need cold chill to put up those decorations. Like it can't be too nice to put up the stuff. So uh, just trying to dive into all the sports. Everything's out there now. College basketball is in full swing. College football is about to wrap up. we got championship weekend, and the NFL is going strong with the NHL as well. So just trying to get my head around and trying to get all these things bet on. What about you, Smitty? Yeah, just tracking some basketball tonight. Hey, Smitty, so, wait a second. Yeah, go ahead. I want, I want to cut you off because I don't want to give you – I don't want you to miss this opportunity. Make sure you give out the fans your best bets and how well you're doing lately. We'll see how I do tonight here. Yeah, basketball is doing pretty well. I've been trying to post them. I try to do a best bet every night uh, where I put a little bit more money on those bets. Uh, right now, 20 and five. I'm in a 20 and five. Uh, I lost. I had a really good streak going. I lost Army um, by two on Saturday. Real tight game. I went down to the wire. They missed a shot. No, I think they lost by one. I missed a jumper at the end of the game that could have won. Tonight, I have Fairfield. They've been up by 11 points, but now they're down two. So we're going to be sweating that. I'm going to try to talk NFL and keep an eye on that game a little bit. Hopefully we can keep doing, but doing well, doing teasers, doing a straight game money line. Um, I played Marquette the other night as a best bet, plus five and a half, and they beat Baylor by about 25, 26 points. So it was a great win there. So yeah, basketball is off to a good start. We like to fire it. So let's have a lot of fun this season, but let's uh, talk some NFL tonight. All right, so I, I wanted to kind of keep this a secret. I didn't even tell you guys my plays over the past three days, college hoops. I am 10-0 and 0 the past three days. Woo! Didn't want to ruin it. Got a couple out there tonight. We'll see what happens. We're off to a little bit of a rough start, but I didn't want to jinx anything because I just feel like my mojo is off right now. But like Jason said, we're off the trip to fan. We're back at it. We're going to set the table. Here we go, boys. Patriots, Bills tonight, Thursday night. Bills 8-3 and three at the Pats. I think the line is closing right around plus four for the Pats. So I have a couple plays on this before I let these other two fire away. I have over Josh Allen's rushing yards. I believe it was 44 and a half. Uh, I have over Jacoby Myers' catches tonight. I believe it was three and a half. And I took the Pats' Smitty King teaser, teased them up to 10. I have them parlay with Creighton tonight. I actually think the Patriots can cover the plus four tonight, too. I, I really like their chances tonight. They should be able to slow it down, hopefully grind it out. Jason, what do you have on this game tonight? I just look at the Bills. That's a beat-up football team. They're without Dawkins or left tackle. They're missing guys on the front with Vaughn Miller. I think we're so still out for this one. Like, they're just a banged-up team. It's still a good team. It's just they don't have any healthy bodies. And you saw against Detroit, you know, they just – we're giving away too many yards. It was too easy for the Lions to move up and down the field. You know, I don't think the Patriots are a very good football team, but they're like, okay. Okay enough to be a good home dog here in a division. I'm taking it. I got the four at DraftKings. I also sprinkled a little bit on the money line here. I can see this maybe being an upset, but that's where I'm at. It's not so much. I like the Patriots. I'm fading the bills. Where do you got Smitty? Yeah, I gave it out. I'm on a teaser tonight. I, Teased up New England up to, uh, I think it was nine and a half. I like New England tonight. I even think um, a little, I played the first half under 21 and a half too. I think it's a little colder. Divisional game again. We talked about these, the divisional games, unders have been pretty good. So I'm going to try a first half play here. 
The dogs have been good in these divisional games also. That's why I took New England up. You know, there were some rumors. The flu bug was kind of going through uh, Buffalo's locker room a little bit. Um, like Jason said, some banged up team a little bit. Harris is out for New England. You know, Jones is coming off a better game last uh, last Thursday in the Thanksgiving game against Minnesota. Better numbers there. Um, but I kind of like New England here. This is a game that they cannot really lose. I mean, in the division, they're really going to be they're going to be in last place. Very tough to kind of climb out of that, maybe sneak into the playoffs at all. It's really must win. So I really like the teaser in this game uh, tonight. First half under, I like 21 and a half under that. But I think also a little sprinkle on the money line. I think New England can pull an upset here. All right, man, let's get into another game here. Um, let's go Jets Vikings. We're going to go Jets Vikings. And listen, I think you have the Jets might have their quarterback now. I think, you know, we got Zach Wilson out. You saw it last week. Um, put up white, put up some really nice numbers there against the Bears. You know, Vikings coming off 10 days here. Um, but I think the Jets have a better defense, but I kind of like the Vikings in this game. Um, what do you have? Uh, let's go Maddie next with you. What do you have, Maddie? Oh, I think this is going to be a ground and pound game. I think the Jets are going to try to keep this slow. Uh, they have a slew of running backs out there now. Ty Johnson, Robinson, Michael Carter. I think the Vikings will try to get Cook more involved this week. He was pretty low key the last game, even though they had a, they aired it out really well. Uh, for me, this is actually a no play. This looks like a teaser to me, Smitty. This is definitely probably a Jets tease it up. I'm not going to touch this one yet. I'm going to wait maybe a little bit as we get closer. I actually think, though, that the over is in play with uh, the Jets now because Mike White is going to throw it around more. And their wide receivers are actually really good with uh, Corey Davis, Wilson, the rookie. They, they should be able to hold their own and put up some points in this game. I'd look the over on this one. Jason? Yeah, I'm torn on this one. I really wanted to come in fading Mike White because, like, he's, I, I even hear it here. Like, we're all kind of on him. I don't know if he's that good of a quarterback. He's clearly better than Zach Wilson, and that's really what the Jets needed. Like you said, the skill talent's good. I was impressed when I've seen him play this year, of like what the pieces are around the quarterback. They just need to find one. Um, but I wanted to fade the Jets a little, but I'm not going to because, you know what, AFC dogs are, like, hitting 70% against the NFC. That's really, like, a sticky note. Then That will be a big theme this week. There's a lot of cross-conference matchups where the AFC is uh, the underdog. Um, I think I'm going to take the Jets. The Sheet likes the Jets a lot. And uh, I'll take the field gold, even though it's on the road. Kirk Cousins tend to play better, one o'clock's at home. But, um, you know, the Vikings didn't look all that much of a world beater against the Pats last week. And I think the Jets are better than the Pats. So give me a three points. I, uh, I I did hear a rumor, though. I think Zach Wilson's mom is coming in as a consultant to, to get together with Mike White and see how that goes. <laughs> she has her charms. That's, yeah, <laughs> gotta fill the dead space there. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason, what do you got next? Okay, well, I will actually take this to the Steelers, the one o'clock game against Atlanta. They are now a one point dog, I think, against the Falcons. I can't believe this game hasn't gone to pick them yet. Uh, all the money, all the bets are on the Steelers. This is a tough one, too, because I really thought this was a shot where you could kind of fade them after the nice performance on uh, Monday Night Football. Everybody thinks Kenny Pickett's kind of found his way. I'm not against Kenny Pickett, but, you know, he's still a rookie. Atlanta, the defense isn't there, but they can run the football. Steelers have been decent against the run, but not great. And uh, I really thought they made a huge mistake on Monday night not running the football more. Uh, I think they gave him a little too much respect up front. But, um, yeah, it's like I said, I, I hate the public dog here, but I really think the Steelers are the play. I just think they're kind of are, I don't know, they're just playing really well. The defense has been so much better since Watt came back. And, you know, you look at the weapons, they're kind of limited on the Falcons. It's really Patterson in the run game. And the Steelers do have enough to kind of stop that. What do you think, Smitty? Yeah, I like Steelers this week again. You know, I one of my best bets last week was uh, Philly and the Steelers. So that was a winner there. I uh, did really well with the teasers. You know, Steelers are doing a better job against the run. Um, you know, where you want to attack the Steelers is passing the ball. Atlanta doesn't want to pass the ball, though. So they have some problems there on this. Jason, I did on my book, I did have a uh, pick them. It did go to a pick them on this. Uh, I wish I would have jumped on the Steelers in a teaser like about a day ago because I think they were like plus um, one and a half. So I was mm -hmm. kind of slow on that. Uh, let's see where it goes here. Um, 
But, you know, Steelers two out of three, you know, they won the last three uh, straight up ATS in the series in this. Under could be a very good play in this. Tease it up maybe and take the under in this. Um, running game, I liked what the Steelers did running the ball on Monday night. But now Snell's a little nicked up. So mm-hmm. I think you do get worn back. Uh, McFarland looked okay at some times. See if Snell can run too. They're going to pound the ball a little bit. Pick it, make enough throws. I think I think the Falcons, I think the Falcons beat, uh, or I think the Steelers beat the Falcons this week. Maddie, what do you have here? Yeah. Uh, I can't believe this is going to be a clean sweep. I agree. Uh, I think the Steelers are the play. It would be nice to not have to lay the point. Just, just I don't know, just just maybe lay a little juice, take the pick them. I actually think there's a really good player prop here. George Pickens keeps getting more and more and more looks. And the Atlanta DBs, I believe, are bottom three in the NFL. I think he's going to go over his catches and go over his yards this week. And, hey, even for fun, you want to do that? Do over yards, over catches, and anytime TD. See what kind of a three, three-leg three parlay you can get out of that. All right, I'll roll into the next game here. Let's, go, let's jump into a, a big spot. And it's only a big spot because it's a huge talking point. Browns, Texans. The return of the massage man, Deshaun Watson, is back. Uh, Over-under is 47, and the Texans are getting seven at home. Now, I think this game screams under, and I, I think that is the big public play because Watson hasn't played in two years. The Browns love to run the ball. The Texans only can run the ball. Who knows who their quarterback is going to be? I think it's Kyle Allen again. If, if I'm looking to bet this, give me the under. I don't think they'll they'll throw Watson in there like straight in the fire. I think he's going to hand it to Chubb and Hunt probably 40 times and grind this sucker out. Uh, Jason, what do you have on this one? This is so tough because I absolutely hate laying seven with the Browns on the road. Uh, I mean, they had a really nice effort last week against Tampa Bay, came back, won it for me, uh, pulled it out of the fire there, both covered and won outright in overtime. Um, their defense is still terrible, but the offense is by far the best unit in this game. And, you know, getting Watson back, I guess if you're going to take the Texans, you're hoping that Watson, this is terrible. I mean, he basically hasn't played in two years. And so, I mean, the game speed might be just a bit much for him, but will it really be game speed? Cause it is the Texans defense. Um, you know, Texans have lost their running game. Davis Mills has turned back into a pumpkin. Like they're just a mess. And you got to wonder if they have any effort at all to win. It may be the only thing they have really going for them in this game is the fact that they really don't like Deshaun Watson because he kind of turned his back on them last season. Um, I I can't do it, but if I was going to play a side, I would probably take the Texas with the points. This might be their last motivated game for the year. What do you have, Smitty? Yeah, this game's crazy. I mean, you have stories that the attorneys bring some of the women in and they're up in the, you know, and one of the suites. I mean, this to me is like the young and the restless. I mean, this is like Victor Newman is quarterbacking and you got Jack Abbott in the sidelines watching them or something. I mean, this is soap opera central in this game on Sunday. I kind of like what Matt said. I could see this. I mean, they're not going to run. They're not going to rush the guy back in and try to make a lot of plays. I think this is going to be a grind them out game, but I could see the Texans motivated in this. I'll tell you guys, I like the Texans in a teaser. I think they're going to be fired up. Um, they lucked out last week for me. I had them in a teaser. They were down 30 nothing to Miami. Luckily, Miami took everybody out. And I don't know who they were playing because I snuck back in there and hit that teaser. So, hey, if it happens again, it happens again. But I think it's a lot of points. I think there could be a lot of rust here. Uh, it could be a slower game. So, you know, I'll take I'll tease the Texans up in this and take a chance with the Texans. All right, let's move on. You know, I'm gonna, we're bouncing. We're really bouncing around today on these games, which I love. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go to a talking point that I've been doing for many weeks here. So let's go to the Skins Giants game. And let me talk about this. OK, so again, they won again. The Skins are now, I think, are like six and one. And Jay Barker in the NFL, Heineke is covering games left and right, and everybody's loving life down here, and it's hunky-dory. Listen, great job again, the defense. I like what they're doing. Keep running Robinson. I have them on fantasy teams. I love what they're doing. They're pounding the ball. They're playing good defense. They're winning games. Absolutely. Two straight weeks, though, this guy has taken Heineke 
passing yards under in player props, and I've hit. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to look at it again in this. I think this is going to be a tight game. Look at the under in a teaser. Tease it up and take the under. That game on Sunday with the Falcons, there was games that were just kicking off in the second half, and that game was about in the fourth quarter. That one, it was, that game was one of the fastest games because it's just pound, pound, pound. You're going to see this too in this game, but what am I going to do? Maybe the Skins fans down here love when I go against them. I'm taking the G-Men up in a teaser and I think a divisional game, low line, I'm going to take a team up a little higher. I do actually think the Skins are going to win the, or the Commanders are going to win this game in a real tight one again, but I like them up and I'm going to throw it out here. Old man in the garage, two and one last week, heating up here. Some of these games are going to be bouncing back and forth with some lines. So we're just going to call it a money line kind of week for old man in the garage. He likes the Giants also in this. So that's what I have. Maddie, what do you have on your team here, my man? Oh, the Commodore is rolling. Uh, I, I think we're going to see a rare example. Maybe it'll be the only time it's happened. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to it. I think all four teams from this division are going to make the playoffs. Now the Giants fans, I think are really going to have to sweat it out because I do think Washington wins this game this weekend, but there was people talking about their over under adjusted win total in season at eight. And everybody's like, man, this is going to be a sweat. If you look at their upcoming schedule, but take the commanders this week, take the money line. Don't lay that two and a half. Uh, I mean, especially don't lay a three if it comes in. Hopefully this line will drop a little bit, but I do like Washington to cover this week. The Giants are really dinged up. I mean, Kenny Kenny Galladay is back to their number two wide receiver, and he is – I don't know what happened to him, but, man, he gets a nice paycheck for what he's accomplishing out there on the field. I don't think it's the same guy. I think he's like going to switch. Like the Kenny Galladay (laughs) Detroit – was a fantasy weapon. He was kind of a nice late round guy. I don't know what this Kenny Galladay is. He's been uh, a beast. Uh, I don't need him, Jason, but man, he gets a sweet, sweet paycheck. Seriously, I, I mean, that, I mean, yeah, he's doing pretty well for himself. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's stealing money, but um, that it's this is a tough game to, to handicap because it looks like the bets are on the Giants and the money's on the uh, the Commodores. Which Smitty, the preferred nomenclature for the Washington football team on his podcast is the Commodores, not the Skins. <laughs> I call them skins. They're the skins in my book. Uh, but it, this is this is a tricky game because you got to hope dog here at the Giants. And you you kind of want to take them. But like you said, they're so banged up up front. And it does seem like reality is starting to set in here. Barkley's banged up. The run, the run defense for the Commodores is really good. And they're just kind of on a roll. I mean, you do expect it to stop at some point, but I'm not sure this is the week. I, I like I like to play Washington money line. Don't lay too many points because this is probably going to be a tight, low-scoring game in the uh, Meadowlands there. So, as I am last, I'll take us to the next game, a game we'll all enjoy ripping on here. The Ravens at home, laying eight and a half to the Denver Broncos. And I will just have a little little moment here to say the Broncos are just literally the biggest dumpster fire in the NFL. I mean, it, it finally broke last week. You finally started defense, start chirping at Russell Wilson. You know it's been going on all season behind his back. Now they're just saying it right to his face because literally he is the problem. There's absolutely no way – the Carolina Panthers in their current state are two touchdowns better than the Denver Broncos at any time. If you look at it on paper, Broncos are a trash mess. I The only issue here is I know Lamar uh, Jackson's sick again. Dude, seriously, like, get, you know, I used to work for a, a vitamin company. There's a lot of things to get those, those antibodies up. You know, get get the immunity pills. Get yourself good. You're sick more than some kids are in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I So with that, though, I will still – I will lay – give me the Ravens first half, and I'll get the Ravens for the game too. I think the, the Broncos are just looking to get this season. They want their free T-shirt. They want to go home and take a nap on the couch. They're done. What do you got here, Smitty? Well, there was – it was his birthday, I think, yesterday, and I think half the team did show up for the birthday. All right. And, well, it's Irish flu. That's another thing. Okay. Okay. So, Russell got a little – some people there. And I love the thing going on right now – can he have as many touchdown passes as toilets in his uh, in his house, which is very funny. If you have not seen that on social media, try to check that out. I don't know who's putting that out, but that is funny. Where um, is that prop? I want to bet on that prop. Yeah. <laughs> I This is one. So, you know, 
Jackson made, I guess, something on Twitter. I didn't see it. I know it got taken down quick. He kind of attacked the fan. That's oh, yeah. been kind of chirping a little bit. I didn't see really what he said. He did leave practice yesterday, supposedly with like an injury. Um, maybe it was an illness. I thought it was an injury. Uh, he was back today. This is one of my favorites for the weekend. I mean, one of my best bet teasers. You can tease them down to about eight points. I mean, looking at it, they're, you know, they're the favorites in this seven and two uh, last nine in the series. They're really good. They're six and one at home against Denver over the last seven. This is, and Denver's just so bad. They can't do anything. Russ is garbage. The coach is garbage. They can't put any points on the board. Baltimore, I mean, hey, listen, that was my that was my one teaser loss last week, and it was one of my best bets. I had the under in that Baltimore-Jacksonville game, and that went 33 points in the fourth quarter combined for me to lose that. I can't believe they couldn't make a stop. You, you would have to think Baltimore is going to be a little ticked off, come back, and get a big win here. In a teaser, I love Baltimore. Maddie, what do you got? I like that play. All right. All right. Uh, Jason's absolutely right. Russ is a huge problem, but not only that, they have another huge problem and that's Nathaniel Hackett who he, he cannot hack it. He, I, I, I know these guys deserve a fair chance to coach more than one season, one and done. This guy is awful at it. He should just stick to a be a coordinator. He might even not get hired at as a coordinator after this performance because he obviously has to have a hand in this offensive scheme that's running and it is really bad he might have to go back to college and get a start down there somewhere then get back from a backup i'm not touching this game i i i actually do want to watch this though because i am intrigued by the ravens going forward i still think they're a good football team but i want to watch the offensive line of denver and be like man are these guys really going to start maybe pulling some Olay Roger Dorn bullshit and letting <laughs> Russ get knocked out. I mean, it, obviously there's turmoil in that locker room if the defense is chirping at him. Who knows? Now, I don't know who their backup is, but we might see him here sooner or later uh, if Russ takes some beatings. Uh, I'm done with that. Go ahead, Jason. I'm done with that game. I'll carry it over after. No, the only thing the Ravens is you got to wonder what the heck's going on there because what is that? The fourth game this year that they blown in the fourth quarter, like Jacksonville. Like I made the joke yeah. that they left Trevor Lawrence too much time. I was not serious when I said that. I thought that he was going to throw his usual pick six that he throws <laughs> at the end of the games to seal it up. And he actually let it drive, and it was like, what is wrong with the Ravens? But I'm not rubbing it in, Smitty. Actually, I want no, to no, no, hey, listen, I couldn't believe that. You know, I was tracking it. I didn't watch. I, I tracked a lot of the games on Sunday. And, again, when it's your best bet. And, you know, I was rolling into um, 6-0. and I was trying to go 8-0 and in my last best bets in there. And, you know, that one, you're just like, oh, this one's over. I have it. And then it was touchdown. Like, and it's like. And I think the one, the last drive that Jacksonville scored, I think they had a fourth down in like, or third down in like 24 yes, or did. something. Horrible and they, play by Lawrence, third and 21. And they got it. And you're just like, like Jason said, what is happening with this Baltimore's defense? They have blown so many games this year. And I mean, not even that. And they gave up points and I lost my teaser. I mean, that happens. Can't win them all. But you're just like, man, what's going on here? So, yeah, I don't know. Maddie. Take us to uh, another game. I want to. I want to know what's the hot mess express this week. Here it comes, man. Oh, here we go. Ooh, all aboard! <laughs> the hot mess express leaves Green Bay and pulls in the Soldier Field. Here it comes. I got it. Who's who's quarterbacking? Is it going to be Rodgers? Is it going to be Love? Who's quarterbacking for Chicago? Is it going to be Fields with who's dinged up? It might be Simeon. It might be freaking uh, the kid from Pitt who they said was going to play, not play. This is awful. And it's a who cares game because Rodgers thinks, oh, okay, we're going to run the table and make a playoff run. The Bears obviously know they're not going to be in the playoffs. I think they're actually almost eliminated somehow. And why risk fields this week for this crap game? I think they're on by next week. Let them heal up completely. They already lost their top wide receiver. Mooney's gone. This is going to be an awful display. I think Rodgers is going to play just because he wants to do the discount double check in the end zone and say he still owns Chicago and whoop the freaking do. Uh, lay the points with the Packers. I think they'll cover the three. Uh, I'd look the under here, though. I don't even want to talk. This hot mess express gets worse and worse every week. and This is bad. 
So this is the best uh, addition to the show. We this is by far. I look forward to it. I got it right. I'm so happy with it. Uh, it's funny because I had this game when Fields was healthy. I thought this is a great spot. Chicago at home, no doubt. Take them with points. Take them money line. They're going to beat the Packers finally. You know, and the whole place is going to go nuts. And Fields is going to be a folk hero. And that is just all derailed. Yep. <laughs> this is all derailed. You can't play fields. There's no point to playing fields. Yeah. The Bears have lost people on both sides of the ball. They're just waiting to get out of the season. I think their fans actually believe in their coach and their front office because things are actually starting to look the right direction. They're starting to the, – the direction stocks up. It's not way up. But, you know, it's get in now because it looks like things are going the right direction. Packers – you have to, somebody pointed this out on one of the podcasts I listened to today. You have to play Jordan Love because you signed Rodgers for what the next four years, I think, at an exorbitant amount of money. You can't get rid of him because nobody's going to want him. Like, because he's looked really like he's starting to get a little old this season. You have to play Jordan Love. We've seen Jordan Love play. You can't bet on him. <laughs> so, I, I think the under is the right play, but I think it's a 43 and a half. So that just shows you how good these defenses are that these two quarterbacks could actually be expected to score 44 points. Uh, but I'm going to take the under. And honestly, I think if you really had to take a team, I would take the bears of the three and a half. Cause this is just going to be so damn ugly. So yeah, the, one, the one funny thing was Matt's talking about the hot mess express. And if this, if people could see this, Jason's cat was way up high and was like on a ledge. And I was like, the cat's like, talk the cat down. Like, don't jump it. I know cats always land on their feet, but like that, it would look like the cat was going to just sprain off because it was the hot mess express and was like, I don't even want to listen to this. Like, I'll just want to do it here. I don't care. <laughs> that cat's a Packers fan. Talk, talk down. Life's worth living, cat. Step down. I know it's the hot mess express. Yeah, here's the thing. That game was so crazy. And, you know, on all these shows this week, you heard like all these people saying, you know, it was going to be the, the the one guy and then he hurt himself, the Bears said, and then it's Peterman and he's one of the worst quarterbacks that's ever taken a field. People are like trying to get bets in left and right. And then you, I heard a thing today. They said some of the Bears players went up to what's that Simeon or whatever his name is and said, so you're not playing now. He's like, what are you talking about? I, I'm playing. So like what happened there? Like the NFL doesn't do this. And they said, this better not be a new thing that. No, he's not playing. And then the last, I mean, it's like college. It's like back to college football where you never know who's playing at the last second. Um, yeah, you know, why, like you guys said, I, I mean, I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Why are you going to play fields in this, this game? Guy's been banged up. Like Jason said, you know, you see some, they, there are some positives here with Chicago. You know, great job to get Chase Claypool and get him the ball. I think he has five catches over about four games there. So thank you very much. Steelers will enjoy that second round pick from you guys. So keep losing too. Um, Rogers, 12 and three ATS at Chicago. You know, he, like Matt said, he owns this. Is he going to play? He says he is, but you, you know, you hear, there's the cat again, come down, get down. It's okay. Life's all right. Uh <laughs> But <laughs> squirrel there and going 100 miles an hour here. This game's over. I don't care. Money line parlay. If Rodgers plays, I would match the Packers up with somebody else. I think they'll win the game. Hey, just real quick, Smitty, before you look at another game to jump into, Bears fans, <clears throat> it's okay to lose this year. As of right now, you are the second pick in the draft. That is huge for you guys. And not only that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a shout-out to the teams that are right after you, all three and eight, three and nine. Detroit's coming in at pick three, and Seattle's coming in at pick four. Thank you, Denver. Those three teams, in my opinion, are three of the best arrows up, flip the script, and I think they're going to compete next year. I think they'll be right around 500, maybe push for a playoff spot. Kudos to you. Smitty, lead us into the next one. Yeah, let's go. I think this game could be entertaining here. You got Jacksonville traveling into Detroit. Uh, this could be a lot of points in this game. Uh, you know, Jacksonville, Lawrence, if you've looked over the last couple games, some of his numbers are looking better. They've won two out of three. I'm looking for a shootout here. Detroit did play Buffalo very competitive on Thanksgiving. They are, they do play extremely hard at home. They play tough. This game, you know, the line's kind of gone back and forth. I think Detroit was favored early in the week. Yesterday on some of the books, and one of mine had Jacksonville, the favorite now it's back on mine as a pick them. So it's kind of going back and forth here. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this one, I think, but 
in a teaser, if it's a pick em spot, I'm going to stay with Jacksonville. And I'm going to tease Jacksonville up. And I think this game is going to be a close one. So if it's a pick, I'm going to take Jacksonville up to about plus six, but look for the points to really skyrocket in this game. That's what I have. Maddie, what do you have in this one? All right. I'm, I'm with you. I, I think this should, should, I'm going to stress should be high scoring. Uh, both defenses are pretty chaotic. They're not awful at the moment. They're actually playing well. Um, this is a game that I'm probably not going to, uh, actually, I lied. I'm, I'm going to bet this. I'm probably going to take Lions money line. I think they'll win at home. Jacksonville played a hell of a game last week. They may have some AK blown their wad a little bit. Uh, so give me the lines at home, but here's something to look out for all you gamblers. If you do still do the DFS lineups, look to get the quarterback wide receiver stack in this. I would, I would actually probably prefer to play Lawrence with, uh, Christian Kirk, I think they're going to put up a bunch of numbers. And Zay Jones got a little dinged up, the hero, last week. So that could be something to look at. Jason, send us home on this one. Yeah, this is really tough. This is a coin flip game. It's probably going to be a good live betting game because I think it's going to go back and forth. I think it's going to be really entertaining. Uh, I make, The number is 51. That's exactly what I make it at. Um, sneaky little thing here. The Jags passing offense has snuck up to 11th in DVOA, which I, you know, I've written off Trevor Lawrence, but he did show signs last week that at least, you know, he's going to be somewhat, he still makes bad mistakes. I mean, he's got a little bit of Zach Wilson in him, but um, he's playing much better. Lions look really good, but you can tell they're shorthanded. That was a really good effort on Thanksgiving playing with a lot of motion. So I kind of wonder if the tank will be full here for this game, kind of maybe we're let down. I think it's easy to get up for the bills because you know, the bills are good. Jags coming in, kind of sneak in. I think the Jags defense is better. So I'm actually going to take the Jags here late. I'm probably, you know, take the money line. I'm not going to lay the point, but uh, I just think this is a coin flip game. And you probably can make, you probably can win with both teams back and forth in this game. Smitty, what do you think? Yeah, just one more. I want to add old man in the garage has this game too. He really likes Jacksonville in this. So like I said, usually does dogs. The Lions have been kind of going back and forth. Who knows where they're going to be? Maybe the Jags will be two-point favorite by the time Sunday kicks off here. Uh, but we're going to go uh, Jacksonville with old man in the garage in this game too. All right, let's take it to the city brotherly love where the Eagles are laying five and a half against Tennessee. Very interesting game from this perspective because we've seen the Eagles now. We've seen them at their heights. Now we're starting to see them at their depths. And the Titans somehow win every single week or at least cover. I don't know how they do it. Uh, kind of a tricky game here. Phillies defend the run okay, but not great. You know the Titans are going to run the football. You know they're going to do all the little things to give them a chance to win. Um, it seems like a game where you should take the Titans. It seems like everyone's taking the Titans. They have a ton of the bets, a ton of the money at this point with the five and a half. That makes me wonder if it's a little bit of a trap. Uh, I actually think I'm going to take the Eagles with this one. Matty, what are you thinking? Yeah, th this to me is the hardest game to handicap right now. It started out at that meticulous five-point line, and that's just saying, hey, we really don't know what to do with this, so let's see what maybe the public's going to do. It's down to four and a half. Uh, Philly's laying the four and a half. <sighs> Man, somebody summed it up. I think it was on Beeson tonight when I was working out. They said, we saw the Eagles, and they were so good that we didn't think about, hey, are they going to slip up? And have they been playing badly? No. I think they've just kind of came back a little bit to the pack, even though they're still really good. I mean, 10-1, and one, they're, they're going to be the top seed probably in the NFC. I'd say probably a 95% chance. They still have the tough matchups with the Cowboys yet. Tennessee's that team that just won't go away. They're the annoying little brother. And Vrabel is such a good coach that they are in every game. They're not going to get blown out. The Eagles' weakness is stopping the run. So I think they'll hang around again. I am not going to touch this. I, I, I don't know what to do with it. I might look at Jalen Hurts running again because if they play man again, boy, oh, boy. I think if they would have just ran him last week, I think he could have actually broke the NFL record. Oh, yeah. the way he started out it, it, they regressed in the second half i think they took their foot off the gas a little bit but yeah uh, don't touch this yet wait wait till we get closer to kickoff maybe it'll come down to about three three and a half but i doubt it smitty yeah i kind of like tennessee in this in a teaser spot you know Vrabel's a really good coach as a road dog in this um you know i like the philly team hurts just put on a show last week you know ran the ball sanders ran the ball well the Eagles have so many weapons, 
but I, this is just one of these games. If Tannehill doesn't turn over the ball, can they pound Henry, kind of control the clock a little bit? Can they keep it close? I like taking uh, Tennessee up, you know, uh, six more points in this, and I'm going to take a chance with, um, with Tennessee in this. Uh, in a teaser. So, all right. Uh, I'm just trying to look at my sheet. Where can we go next? Let's go. I think it's a big one here. Uh, Miami, San Francisco here. Let's go into this one here. Um, San Francisco's favorite in this Miami, a lot of weapons, you know, they, like I said earlier, they put on a show last week, 30 points really, really fast in that game. And then luckily, like I said, for me, they, they took a lot of guys out. And uh, they went in a different direction there. So, you know, San Francisco, Shanahan sometimes doesn't have great numbers as a head coach with um, being the favorite. Tua is pretty good as a dog, ATS. This one, this is one of those, where are you going to go with this? I mean, I could really see taking Miami up six more points, getting them to about 10, 10 and a half in this. I kind of like San Francisco to win the game. This could be one of those money line parlays I like to do. I like to throw one or two of these out a week. I said about Green Bay if Rodgers plays. I kind of like San Francisco to win the game here. Uh, Matt, what do you have on this one? Yeah, I'm going to give uh, Mike McDaniel some credit. He's kind of like the the evil villain, Remy Malik kind of coach, like like annoys you but is really good. And, and we all second-guessed him. I, I love that he yanked all his guys out and said, look, you guys are done. We're up so big. I, I, you're not even going to play to the fourth quarter. You're, you're done. You're out. And I like that. I like that he's all in, doesn't care what the, the spread is or a score, a final score is. He knows he's going to pull it out. But I really like what the Niners got going now, although I have heard McCaffrey is dinged up again. And they are super thin at running back. They lost Elijah Mitchell. I think this is going to be really close. And I'm going to look at some player props. If you watch this pregame and see who's dinged and whatnot, Look at Debo Samuel this week because he's been underutilized the past probably four weeks. I think he's going to touch the ball a lot more this game. I do like the Niners at home. I think the four is too much. I think this comes down to a field goal. I'm not going to play it yet. I, I, I'm going to hope this actually comes down to three. But if you want to put a little money line on the Niners, go for it. Jason? Yeah, this is where I'm looking at this. and My sheet's telling me this is a blowout with the Niners. And this is sometimes where the sheet lies to me a little bit because – you go through the schedule and you look at the Niners have played basically since October. There's the Rams are in there twice. I think the Panthers are in there a couple of times and the Falcons who they lost to on the road, the chiefs who blew them out at home. And then, you know, you look at the, the, it's got the chargers, the Cardinals, like the saints, all these teams are struggling. Like, you know what I mean? Like nobody's really tested the 49ers at all. And they're a dinged up football team. Both running backs who are good are injured. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is fighting a little bit of an injury as well. Um, the defense is real good, but it's not a real fast defense. And if there's one thing Miami has, they have speed. Like, they can stretch your out a lot like Kansas City did in the game there. You know, I like the Dolphins. I wish they had a few more points because I'm looking, and you've seen all the bets and all the money's coming in on the Dolphins, which scares the heck out of me as a road dog. I know Shanahan's terrible as a home favorite. Four is a nice number, but it's almost kind of seems like a little bit of a trap. So I'm kind of, like, going back and forth here. I'm probably going to take the Dolphins with the points, but I can see, like I said, I don't like that everyone's on this pick. But I do think that the speed on offense, I think there'll be some points scored in this game because the Miami defense is not very good. Uh, but I do like the speed of Miami to test that San Francisco defense as long as they can protect Tua. And like I said, Tua's been good as a dog. They've been Miami's just been a really interesting team this year. They just kind of have let bad teams in the games. That's why the record's not a little bit better. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Dolphins with the points, but I don't feel great about it. You know, I, I, this line comes down any bit, I'm, I'm off of it right away. So with that, we will move to the next game. And we move to – there we go. Sorry here. Let's go to Cincinnati at Kansas City. Oh, sorry, sorry, Kansas City at Cincinnati. A little revenge game from last year, the conference championship. Also a late season game that basically cost Kansas City a home field advantage. Uh, the line here is Chiefs minus two and a half on the road. And – there's a great stat with Mahomes as an underdog and a short favorite where he's basically unbeatable, and that's why I'm back in here. I'm going to take the Chiefs. The Bengals have been playing really well, but I do think the NFL, I'm not a big believer in revenge spots, but I do think this is a revenge spot here. Matty, what do you got in this one? I am complete oppo. This is my lock. Boys, ladies, gentlemen, cats, dogs, grab <laughs> your Joe Burrow MVP tickets before this weekend's game. 
I think the Bengals beat the Chiefs. I think they actually punch them right in the mouth. I think with um, Chase, Jamar Chase coming back, Mixon might sit again. The P Ryan's been a great fill-in. Their O-line has slowly started to play better. Their defense has played great. Getting DJ Reader back in the middle is huge. I think the Chiefs, uh, I mean, they are, to me, still the cream of the crop in the AFC. But I think here's where Joe Burrow is going to put himself on the upper echelon level. He's he's getting close. I think he's going to beat Mahomes again. And I think this gets the Bengals right into the mix for the AFC top spot. Give me the Bengals money line and also look for chase to go off i think they're going to showcase him coming back see who they can pick on in the uh chiefs db backfield so smitty what do you got on this one yeah this i already posted it tonight i have new england like i said in a teaser and this is the game i matched up with i'm also with you on this i like cincinnati this week i like taking them up some points i actually think cincinnati can pull the upset in this also i like what they're doing uh, like you said, Mixon is practiced a little bit today, but still hasn't cleared uh, protocol. So, but the backup's doing great, um, you know, can catch the ball. So I love the weapons. Chase supposed to be back there. I, I, I agree with you. I think this can be, could be a shootout, but I really like where Cincinnati's going right now. They're playing really well. Um, just trying to look at some of my lines I had. They're four and one ATS at home against Kansas City in the last five in the series so in a teaser spot i love cincinnati but maybe sprinkle a little bit on that money line i like cincinnati all right all I'll, right i'll, throw, I'll go, go ahead no go ahead all right i'll throw out a stinker because we'll save a decent game for the last one coming up for the four o'clock games let's go, <laughs> let's go seattle traveling down to la to play the rams three and eight matthew stafford still in concussion protocol i believe it's going to be the bryce perkins show again Seahawks come in off a loss. Uh, they need to right the ship, and this is the perfect opportunity. No Aaron Donald. I know this line has ballooned up to seven. I actually think the Seahawks are still the play. That Rams team is an absolute uh, – I'm going to say it. Sorry, guys. It, it's a shit show out there. Jalen Ramsey, uh, I know people think he's a great corner. Still don't see it. He got torched by a tight end last week, and I mean torched. He even got out ran by a tight end. Uh yeah, I think Seattle's – I think Geno will right the ship. They'll come back to running the ball with Kenneth Walker, get it about a 50-50 split, lock it, and uh, Metcalf, too good for the Rams, DBs. Give me Seattle. I'll actually lay the seven this week. Uh, Smitty, what do you got for this one? Yeah, this isn't much. Uh, you know, Seattle, I was – a couple weeks ago, I was bragging up their defense, how well they were playing. Not really there anymore. But, again, with the Rams, what do you have? I just don't know. This one's really tough. I, man, I'm, I'm going to keep it short. I'm looking at some of my numbers here. I would just, good chance here, I'd probably just take Seattle or maybe do one of the money line parlays and uh, maybe take a chance with them, uh, Seattle, in a money line parlay. I don't have much on this one. Jason? Yeah, no, it's really tough to take the Rams here. I mean, a home dog getting seven points in the NFL, I think, uh, is undefeated this year. I think that's 8-0 at this point. But you look at that Rams team, and they're built with that whole stars and scrubs mentality that you use in fantasy sports, right? Well, what happens when all the stars are hurt? That's all you got is scrubs. And Aaron Donald, I think, is out for this game as well. So you, you've lost Stafford, Donald, Cup. Like, just go down the list. Anybody Rams player you know, he's not playing this weekend. Um, so it's NFL, though, it's always a little tricky at that spot. Like I said, Seattle really needs this game, though. They haven't played badly. They lost a tough one to the Raiders where they gave up 600 yards of offense somehow. Apparently, they've moved to the Big 12. Uh, still left from Stucky. But uh, <laughs> I think this game, and I'm not a teaser guy, but I would like this on the other side of the Ravens as the teaser. I would tease Seattle down to one. That will get you through seven and three. And then you get you get the Ravens down to two and a half. I think that's a wise play. I just It makes me nervous with that seven points that they somehow go in there and lay a stinker. The Rams defense still decent against the run. Though not great against the run. Without Aaron Donald, though, not much of a pass rush at all. So Gino should have kind of get his uh, flow back. So, all right, with that, we will move to one of the better games. Usually it's always a good game. We'll go to the, the Raiders at home against the Chargers. Getting one and a half. I think this line is going to be on the move, though. Raiders showing some signs of life after they have been in the hot mess express, I think, back-to-back weeks. And then look at that. They, they bounce out and go to 40 points and 600 yards of offense. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like them in this game. What do you think, uh, Matty? All right. I, I'm secretly and always, I think since Bo Jackson played there, 
I've been kind of an undercover Raiders fan. I do like them. Uh, I actually like them this week. I see why the line has – I think the line started out Chargers minus two. It's completely flipped the Raiders minus one. Sorry. Um, the Chargers, I guess, have some more injury concern. Corey Lindsley, the center, might be out. I don't know if the left tackle, Darisol, is healthy. They're another team that you're hearing they, they might have the flu bug in their office. And it, Go ahead, Jason. What's up? I would say if, if that franchise ever changes its nickname – it should be the injury concern because literally there is no NFL team that is ever more banged up than the Chargers. They're never healthy ever. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Williams still probably out from his ankle. I mean, I think they got to look within who is their strength and conditioning coach because he must suck. And I don't know if he's been there forever and because every year they suck with injuries. So, and I think the Raiders have righted their ship. Darren Waller may try to get back this week. That'll help with the Hunter Renfro still being out. Give me the Raiders this week. I, I'm going to play them at home. I think this is actually going to be a shootout because Herbert is that kind of guy who's not afraid to throw it all out there. And I think he's going to try to will them to somehow get a win and get back to the playoffs. And this is kind of a revenge game. So give me that shootout that happened last year for the last game of the year. But I'm taking the Raiders. Raiders 2-0 last two. I really like this team. I mean, Adams, Carr's playing well the last couple games. Jacobs is a monster right now in some of these games in this. I like the Raiders in this also. I mean, like to te- I, I love the teasers, but my book had now the Raiders minus one here uh, tonight. So we'll see where that is. If it's like that, I'm just taking money line or taking the Raiders in this. I think the Raiders win this game. Think how many games that the Raiders blew. If they would have won those games, we might be talking about the Raiders getting in the playoffs and this guy's not a bad head coach and – Everything might be fine on this. So I'm going to, I like the Raiders too. I, I really like them. I think they're going to win this game. So let's move on now. I will go Colts, Dallas, you know, um, Colts. I'm just going to break this down. You don't, you have three timeouts. You, you got to use them in a game. You can't, you can't save them and use them in the next game too. Okay. There we go. There's my joke there. No, I'm glad they didn't there. Matt Ryan, a little gassed in there. I a little shocked on that. They, they did not call some timeouts on that last drive against the Steelers, but I'm glad they did it. But here's the thing. And I I've said this the last couple weeks in these games, looking at it, this from like a day ago, Dallas 10 and a half point favorites over unders 43 and a half, not a very high over under. Now, a lot of concern here with Dallas and be able to get to Matt Ryan and sack him a lot in this, but a low total, high line, take it up to 16 and a half. Even, you know, if it jumps up, can get up to 17 maybe. That's a lot of points. And again, you got Jonathan Taylor, you got Pittman. Matt Ryan at times can still look good. I know he throws INTs and he, he can't really move, but man, I like the Colts and a teaser in this. What do you have, Jason? Boy, it's really hard to lay 11 with the Cowboys, but I'll tell you what, you watch that game against the Steelers and the Colts tackles are so bad. Like there was, there was constant pressure from Highsmith and Watt. I expect the Cowboys to do something similar. Um, you know, you kind of saw a guy who looked like an ESPN ALS coach at a football team last Monday night. The game plan was terrible. They didn't run, they didn't get the ball to their main guy, which probably drove every fantasy owner nuts. And then the timeout management, apparently my high school basketball coach came and decided to coach the uh, fourth quarter for the Colts and save all of his timeouts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to take the Cowboys here. They've actually looked pretty good of late. They're getting healthier. Um, like Prescott has found his feet there. They're, they're starting to like get the ball to gallop a little bit. So they're kind of more of a diverse offense than they've been. I think the Colts, I think that was the ball game. They've played their two good games. You're going to start to see the effects of not really having a head coach. I think people are packing it up. So I expect a pretty terrible effort out of the Colts this weekend. What do you think? Smitty, I'm going to give you buyer beware on that teaser, buddy. I don't want you to blow an easy one. I think you got to go the other way. I think you got to tease Dallas down to uh, maybe four or whatever you can get it at. This Colts team, they're, they're not only banged up, they're not well coached uh, in any department. It seems I don't know why they didn't just hand Taylor the ball 25 times. I think that they have to do that this week if they even want to stay close. But Dallas at home, I'm a Jason. I'm going to lay – if I bet this, I'm going to lay the points. I, I think it's just a good team versus a team headed in the wrong direction. All right, let's go. Monday night, 
uh, not, not really a marquee matchup for us stat people, but it's a, it's a rivalry. We got the saints four and eight going to Tampa five and six. We all know how bad the Buccaneers have been playing lately. The Saints, not much better. We still don't know who their quarterback is. Is it going to be Dalton? Is it going to be Winston? Uh, I, I do want to see the Buccaneers run the ball, and I think they're going to try to run the ball, maybe give Tom just – I mean, dude's 45, and he's out there throwing it 35, 40 times a game. It's just not a recipe for success, even though Chris Godwin has looked really, really good off his injury. I probably would lay the points here with Tampa. Like I said, it's three and a half. I'll let Smitty go ahead and take a gun at this one. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they're throwing way too much. Can't really run the ball. Saints last week, though, just couldn't do anything. I mean, who is their quarterback? Dalton hasn't played well. Hill's been playing. I'm really shocked if Winston is, you know, if he's anywhere 100%, I'm shocked they haven't gone back to him just to try to get something going here a little bit. I, I With Tampa and Saints, uh, this wouldn't be a bad spot to maybe take six more points up and take an under in this game. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game uh, in this. I wouldn't, you know, teaser point wise with the team. I, I'm not taking the saints up to nine and a half at all. This would be maybe a money line parlay with Tampa and just take Tampa to match it up with somebody and try to win a little bit of money on a two team money line parlay. But my favorite one in this one is take the points up and take uh, the under in this Jason, what do you have? Yeah, no, I agree. I actually like the teaser play here a lot. I, taking the points up and taking the under because got burned a little on Monday night. I had the cold Steelers under. Steelers offense actually moved the ball a ton, so you can't really bother them for uh, kicking field goals and racking up the points there. I mean, it looked like an under game except for the final score. Uh, this one's going to be the same way, I think. I think the best units are the defenses. The Saints defense come down a good bit. Uh, but obviously there's no playmakers on the Tampa Bay side. There's no explosiveness. The Saints, I don't know what they're doing to quarterback. I don't know what's wrong with Jameis or why they don't like him, but uh, they should have went to him like three weeks ago. Andy Dalton basically should have lost that job when the Pittsburgh game where he looked absolutely awful. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like it. Basically, this. But there's my play we just kind of talked about last game. Tease down Dallas. Tease up the total here. Take the under. I know you're taking the, it's the amateur side on the Dallas move. But I really think it's the right one there. Um, yeah, it's going to be a Monday night game for basically fantasy players and gamblers. So it's not going to be a very entertaining one at that. Hey, great stuff, guys. Um, check us out, everybody. We're all free. We're on Spotify, even on your phone. Just go to the little podcast thing and search for Notebook Wagering. Check us out. It's at Notebook Wagering. Jcam. It's at Smitty Bucks. Q's not with us tonight, but he's on there as well at Q Mills. I am at If You Follow Matt. And hey, like we always say before we sign off, bang your bookies, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.